When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new decade and the Manifest It Now show. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And our topic for today is going to be about how you can set the best New Year goals. Oh, which, man, I'm so excited yeah, about this. We're going to count, count, <laughs> contradict ourselves a little bit probably on that title, but it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because I think a lot of you listening are probably asking yourself that question. So Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what, Jenny, oh, go ahead. What are you excited about? <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm excited about um, this is also might feel like it contradicts a little what we say, but I'm just excited about the new year and not because it's a new year, but it does, for me, it feels different because I took, um, I took some time off at the end of the year. I had a little more space and, um, which was super fun because I could do that while still supporting my clients. But, mm. um, so it feels like getting back to it almost or, yeah. And so the new year feels like, oh yeah, okay, I have all these things and I like can see all these things that I want to do this year. And I know I started writing a new book last month. And so like writing is back in the mix. And so I'm just freaking excited about life and love and business and all of it. That's awesome. I think it's a great example for our listeners because we talked about probably over a month ago that you were intentionally creating more space for mm -hmm. December. And so to have the kind of other end of that and being like, yeah, it felt great. I did feel like I had more space and you guys didn't hear quite um, because it was before we were we started recording. But Cassie was like, yeah, I had one of those like didn't know what day it was, you know. <laughs> And I was like, I think that's total evidence that you actually like let go and relaxed. And so I love that. Oh, me too. It was, yeah. it was awesome. So what, uh, what are you excited about? I'm really excited about Lisa and I's new house. Yay! <laughs> so it's kind of funny because uh, Cass and I had pre-recorded a couple episodes and I remember saying, hey, we're going to be looking for a house. And before that aired, we had actually already bought one. So <laughs> <laughs> I was telling, I was kind of updating my clients on that. And it was super fun. I'm really excited to be closed in a couple weeks. And uh, it's this perfect, cute little thing. It's on Ocean Breeze Road, guys. It's so close uh, to the water. Right? It's like super cute. We're going to put a guest suite in the back for, you know, visitors to come visit. So Cassie has her own little place. We're going to do a gym in there, like outside gym and has big windows. It has so much of what we both love. And it feels like it was, it all happened very quickly um, and very, I would say, with minimal bumps along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It was like, hey, we just put a contract on a house. Oh, wait, just yeah. take that back. We're actually going to put a contract on this house. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. We put an offer in on one, and then it was like, never mind, we're going to buy this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, yeah. I, oh, and it's so cute, and it's so amazing, and I'm so excited for you. Yeah, it's really, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get in. Both of us are just like, okay, okay, we're ready, we're ready. <laughs> yes. Oh, 
so fun. Yeah. Amazing. So where shall we start with our topic today? Oh, well, I love this topic because I think um, it's such a, there's so much energy. So I think, like, so I have a friend and one of the things that she's also a coach and one of the things I've always sort of heard from her or made sense to me and was different than I had ever just just hadn't thought about before is there's certain things that already hold a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And so New Year's is one of those, right? Like there's this yes. energy because a lot of people, um, they go into New Year's like it's it's new, right? Mm-hmm. And so they look at it as a new start, a new this, there's New Year's resolutions, there's all this stuff. And so for me, and then so the automatic question for a lot of people is like, well, what goal do I set? Or what resolution do I set? Or what intention do I set? Or yeah. like, what do I do at New Year's? And Can I, can I pause for one sec? Yeah. Um, I think I just want to touch on this fact of like this, the big energy behind so many things ideas or events or timeframes that happen in our world. And this is the same with beliefs. This is the same with Mm -hmm. shoulds, like what should happen when you're pregnant? What should happen when you get married? What should happen when you're 22? What should happen? Like all these shoulds and ideas about what's accepted. It's not, it's oftentimes not just our own. Like we're, we're kind of pulled into that energy because so many people in the world have generally unconsciously accepted the whatever, the stories, the, all the stuff. And there's more, just like New Year's, there's more energy around that. And sometimes you fall into the, just fall into that stream a little bit. Yeah. And I think there's, there's um, kind of where I want to get to is that there's the fall into, and there's this other way that you can leverage mm-hmm. all of the energy, right? Like, Beautiful. I you, love that. Yeah. You can get swept up. You can you can let the wave carry you out a little bit further um, just by being aware and being a little more conscious about how you choose to invest in that collective energy. That's such a perfect way to say that. So the difference is your conscious awareness of how you're going to ride that wave, how you're going to mm-hmm. flow in that bigger energy for you, what's yes. best for you and your path. Yes. And so for me, like, I mean, this is a good place to start. It's really about, I don't, I don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't do intentions. Like I don't really do New Year's intentions. Mm -hmm. I I don't, not really. I don't, I don't do New Year's intentions. I don't do a vision board. I don't, I will do some sort of anchoring. This is a fun, let's take advantage of this energy thing. Yeah. But it's not about goals. It's not about that because for me, like, I'm always living that. Mm-hmm. It's I'm always what's my next intention? What am I creating? What it's not about, oh, this is a new year. So now it's time to pull out a new notebook and do this. Mm-hmm. I fill up my notebook and then I pull out a new notebook. Whether mm-hmm. it falls on, you know, January 1st or, you know, November 23rd. <clears throat> Like when the notebook is filled with my intentions and my creation and my scripting, like I just continually am in this space. So I love to be open to the energy of New Year's and like, okay, write this. Um, And I'm a person who, it doesn't matter if it's a new year or a new decade because I am constantly, I'm always creating a new year. I'm always creating a new decade. Oh, I like that. I love the concept uh, of 
always, this being a state of being is constantly creating new. That's how you live. Yes, because yeah. otherwise we can get in this, because um, I think one of the biggest, I'm going to call it a trap, mm-hmm. sort of when you're not conscious is like, we have to categorize our years. Mm. And so it was either a great year or more often than not, it's like, oh, I'm going to shut the door on this year and 2020 has got to be better or 2021 has got to be better. Right. And we're, whoa, the story that you write, I think when you do that, when you're like, oh, this whole year was crap. It's just time for something. I just, and it's almost like people wait, like, Starting around October, I feel like. <laughs> like <laughs> to, get this, to get this year over with so that I can yeah. start a new life. <laughs> so I can start a new life, but you can start anytime right. you want. Yeah. Yeah. What's your sort of, um, I don't know, what what, what is it I like do? for you? Yeah, what yeah. do you do? Um, I love times like New Year's, so like, the big, like January 1st mm-hmm. or, or my birthday is another one that I uh, used to reflect on the year. And I, I like mm. those, I like picking a couple time frames, uh, and I use that to, to look at a kind of a bigger picture of like ha- what, how I feel things are going and make those reflections. And I do, so for New Year's, I set intentions on who I want to be at the end of the year. So I have kind of a, a focus of who I'm stepping into over this period mm-hmm. of time. And I'll set that intention. And I like to pick um, a word or a theme or something for the year that kind of keeps me grounded as I'm going through all the waves of the year. And is like, how is this showing up in this way? How is this showing up in this way? And so if I'm wanting to embody more fun, then I have the word fun. And this year, and I'm like setting that intention of, hey, I'm going to just have more fun in my life, whether it's the year, you know, the, the 12 months of a calendar don't really make a difference, but having a, a greater focus, a clear focus on what I want to encompass and embody in my life, that's what's going to create the difference. So how I leverage the like bigger energy is, is in that way. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a great time for me to kind of reflect and then intend forward. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> I, I love that we're different and intend too. <laughs> forward. Me too. I totally love it because I because there's no right way as yeah. long as you're conscious. Yeah, as long as you're choosing what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know it's the same whether you're doing it or you know it's it's what feels good to you. And coming back to you, you had talked about how people will define their year as good or bad or whatever the story Mm -hmm. is. As our listeners, make sure you write a good story. Like, write the story about 2019 that you want to tell. Like, take what you want with you from that year and leave this other stuff that's not going to serve you. And I'm not saying that negative stuff doesn't serve you. It absolutely does. But Take it with you in a way that is light. Don't take the heavy stuff with you. And if there's heavy stuff that happened, rewrite it. That's your work as a conscious creator. Like to in your moment now, rewrite it and take only what you want with you. Mm, and you made me think of another good thing that is. So if you feel like this has been a year of, you know, whether it feels like tragedy or hard things or whatever, you're 
instead of kind of falling into this like, oh, 2020 is going to be better without doing anything about it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, Take this time at the beginning of the year to make sure that you felt through all of those things, Mm -hmm. to make sure that you have chosen, okay, what came out of this or what am I going to move forward with? Because it won't just happen because the calendar changed. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of our biggest things. Yes. That we want to like highlight. Your life doesn't change because it's a new year. Your life Mm -hmm. changes because you change, not because of anything outside of you. And that's true on every day. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you want to, it's okay to want to sort of put bookends on a, on a rough chapter, right? Yeah. And sometimes uh, things mm-hmm. happen, right? Like mm-hmm. it can be death. It can be a lot of things. It could be something that was really hard that, that you went through. Like, and you can bookend that, but you can, you don't have to wait for a new year to bookend that. Mm-hmm. You can bookend that any day of the week. You can bookend that. And it's about the way that you bookend it is not, again, we keep saying this, but it's not about changing to a new day. It's about feeling, processing, and and then letting go and choosing and intending forward um, what you want, Mm -hmm. what you want next, what you're creating next. Like whether that felt like something that you had control over or you didn't, it's okay, great. That happened. Here's the bookend of that, or here's the end of this chapter. I've felt all my feelings. I've processed it. And now I'm ready to move forward. And what's my intention in moving forward versus just, um, I'm using air quotes, like something better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. We love getting specific about that. <laughs> 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 I just had, um, I was just talking to a client who has gone through a breakup and like in the last two mm-hmm. days, she's kind of like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And she was saying how she was, she's like, I listened to all your podcasts on relationships and breakups. <laughs> and she's like, it really, I'm feeling all my feelings and I'm, you know, I'm right in the middle, but I feel totally different than I had the day before. And um, I don't know why I remember this brought up, but it was something about the bookends, but each day is a great start and end if you want to use those bookends. But, oh, that relationship, you know, okay, that relationship was this. And one of the important things we went over was like, okay, what this, it's always, whatever happens is always for you. So how, as you're processing this, as you're getting ready to put the bookend on this, what was it? Don't like, let it be something. It was in your life for a reason. So why was it in your life? What was, what did you take away from this? How did you grow from this? Who did you become through this? So that, you know, you know, the benefit of that in your life. And that when you're looking back now on it, it feels like a positive because you're remembering, oh yeah, that helped me with this. And that helped me with this and get to the place where you actually feel that about it. She wasn't quite there yet, (laughs) but (laughs) is the process. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Um, Do we want to talk about a little bit about not using New Year's to fix yourself? Yes. Um, do you just remember when you said at the beginning, it was something about like the goal thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go. Oh, about like how to set the best goal. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I had a client who there's a lot of things that she wants in the year and she was telling me all about this and, and all these things, but how do I do it right? And, and I said, what's the question? And she was like, well, what's, what's the 
how do I set the best goal or something mm-hmm. like that? How to set yep. the best goal for the year? And the answer for her is the same as for you guys. It's not about, there is no best goal. Like the goal, the intention is to live. Like if you're doing the work already, like trust that. Trust that you're doing the work. Trust that not today you set the intention, but when you started the process and the journey and every day that you've asked for something more and more and more and more, like you've done that work. There's no perfect goal to make all of that happen. And I actually have a belief that when you set like a year goal, you you limit the potential. Like you mm-hmm. automatically shrink all the possibilities and you force your brain into how mode, which mm-hmm. isn't attraction mode. And because you're like, oh, I want, you know, all these five things to happen this year, right? Mm-hmm. These are my goals to get this and this. And then you go into, okay, well, if I want that, how do I get that? How do I, I want have this? How do I get, <laughs> yeah. how do I get that, yeah. right? And that's how we get, you know, versus I'm going to use, you know, this is a big one. And someone's like, I want to get fit. So, right. So they go, you know, join a new gym and do all this. Well, if you've ever been to the gym in January, like it's so full, it's like, it's frustrating, right? Like, <laughs> you could just go get, you You're like, if your goal, if who you want to be, right, it's, it's if you want to be somebody who's fit, you can just start going for a walk every day. It doesn't have to be sort of this how, right? It's how do I become that every day instead of this goal, I'm going to hit the gym. And I'm not saying don't go to the gym because it's crowded. That was just like the most annoying thing to me. When, like, <laughs> you know, you're going to the gym every day and then all of a sudden everything is crowded and like, you're like, where'd you come from? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but like, uh, and it's all awesome when people go to the gym. It's awesome. But it's, we think that, oh man, I have to go like, and sometimes that is the answer. Go get the gym pass, get a trainer, commit to a hundred, you know, a hundred workouts and all these things, which is awesome. But, but you can just start by asking like, how do I become that person? And that might just mean going for a walk or going for a run or taking your dog out or just even like, you know, playing more physically with your kids, right? Playing catch with your kids. And, um, so there's no there's no perfect goal and often the goal like it sh- it does it shrinks the possibility field because that's exactly what we want to happen and often people will set their goals which are actually hows as well so then you're just like kind of shrinking the universe's power even more yeah Versus I was say- if you yeah go ahead well going so I could have the goal I'm going to go to the gym 5 times a week Okay, mm-hmm. well, is that is that really what you want? That's one of the examples of like um, yeah. the goal is the how. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's like go five times a week where like if you're open, I had a client once, he, f- he found this amazing workout and he went for like an hour a week and it really was like, I don't even remember what it's called, but he was so into it and it was like, and it just reminded me when you said like five times, right? When yeah. we sort of shrink that possibility, we don't, you, you don't see that amazing, you know, thing, whatever it was he did, yeah. um, you know, because we're like controlling the how. Um, and I had another point I wanted to make, but. Um, I want to tell you a funny story. So like, <laughs> yeah. You know how we talk about like losing weight and you can do it vibrationally and you don't have to change anything. And I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm like a master at that. Well, oh, I yeah, feel sure. like I'm such a master. So <laughs> I got on the scale. This was probably two weeks ago. 
and I was 10 pounds lighter. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is awesome. How is this possible? And I was like getting so excited. And I told Lisa and I like, for the whole like day, I felt like that person. And it was, and it was exciting, but it wasn't like a big deal. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel hugely different in my body, but I was like, whatever, this is cool. This scale shows this. And then the next morning, like <laughs> Lisa gets on and she's like, Hey, when you weighed yourself, did you have it on this surface or this surface? And I'm like, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. And I stepped on, I'm like, oh, I didn't lose any weight. (laughs) (laughs) But what I thought was really cool was I like had the experience for a day of, of feeling like I was at that, I was at that weight and that was my reality. And it was just so cool because nothing changed but I, I felt different. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I did. The, the biggest thing was like, oh, I did it, you know? And that was such a fun thing to feel regardless. Like I wasn't attached or detached to the, the weight, but it was such a fun experience um, to have that. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's how the universe does it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's amazing. It was Yeah. Fun. And yeah, and you know, you get to practice being even better at that than you already are. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think like putting I I think one of the things that that kind of directs us into the how is as soon as we put a time frame on it. It's yes. like cuz as soon as we put a time frame it brings in doubt. And if we just leave that if we've Cass and I have talked about this before, if we leave that time frame off, it it op- keeps it open for possibilities and then you're not limiting yourself. It could happen later or it could happen sooner. And it's not you're you're maintaining your place of greater belief, which is lesser resistance, which means it can come in sooner. The experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to bring in like shows and stuff. There's a new Netflix series about like how movies are created, or I don't know the story behind the movie. I don't know what it's called, mm-hmm. but the first one is about Dirty Dancing. Oh, cool! We just watched yeah. that over the holidays. <laughs> you do you? You should yeah. watch the the backstory. And what I took away as a theme from that whole thing was like, it was perfect. Like they had so many rejections, they had so many things, and like everything literally had to line up in this really perfect um, way for that movie to get made and become what it became. Mm-hmm. And there was no way, like it it might have failed had it gotten made sooner. Or if mm-hmm. it had been a little bit later, it might have failed. And it wasn't mm-hmm. that this woman didn't have this. I, I think she, I'm, I'm probably going to misquote this, but I feel like she had the idea in the screenplay for at least 10 years. Wow. Or that the idea maybe started 10 years before. And the the reason it like like the company that made it it was their first movie they it was a transition time like they had made VHS and then people started making their own VHS and so they they had the money to make it and but they did you know they sort of lost their product because studios took back over this thing that they hadn't done before and so everything had to like line up but if we if we put a time frame like all those magical pieces that make what we really want happen oh, we just go into how and we go into forcing it and it can happen. I do believe it can happen sometimes, but it it can also flop. It doesn't become what we really want when we have that time frame that we're trying to make it happen because the universe is going to support you, right? Like if this is what you want, the thing that you think it is, right? Whether like, let's just, you know, if it was making Dirty Dancing, if that was your movie or making your movie or whatever it is, like it can happen in sort of that, 
even if you close off all the possibilities, but it's not what you really want, right? And what they really wanted was a hit. And what they really, what I think she probably also, she didn't necessarily talk about this, but, um, you know, was to make money from it. And Mm -hmm. she's been like the writer, she attracted a a producer who paid her way more money than she would have gotten another deal. And she made money for, she's made money for 32 years Mm. off of this one movie, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just is like, oh, like, all these things, but if all she wanted was her movie made, there's a very good option or a very good chance that all those other things wouldn't have fallen into place. Yeah. I love using that example in relationships too. When someone's like looking for their person and, you know, they're like, well, why haven't I had a relationship for a year? And I'm like, because you're not looking for our relationship. (laughs) You're looking for the right relationship. (laughs) And because you're doing this alignment work, like you're not going to align with anything that's not perfect for you right now. And so it's same thing applies in the same way. It does. Um, Yeah. Do you want to talk quickly about the not trying to fix yourself? Because I think it's important too. And it comes up a lot at New Year's time. Yes, it does. Because so often and even um, it was like one of my proudest moments. One of my clients was like, I used to see this as the time where like I was excited because I'm going to fix everything. Mm. And, and she was like, I don't do that anymore, which was like, made me so happy because it's so often this time where we're like, okay, if everything's wrong and there's a new year, I'm going to, I'm going to fix all of these things. I'm going to take this again. There's nothing magical about that day change, but so much has been put on it that it often becomes the time where we look at what's wrong with our lives and what can we fix. Mm -hmm. right? What do I not want to be true anymore? And then we get this list of things that we have to fix. And you guys have been listening to us. You know what happens when when you're focused on fixing what's wrong. You're going to get more of what's wrong because that's inherently where your focus is. Mm -hmm. Even I think it happens sometimes when we are, even when we're focusing on, okay, like, well, who do I want to be? And Mm -hmm. we start from the place of, and I just did this. I'm like, well, you've been pretty impatient with a few things this year. Like I want to be more, (laughs) I want to be more patient, but it's really important that when you're reaching for the quality of the person you want to be, you are coming from a place of, of confidence and, and within yourself, like of knowing you're a value of knowing that's possible and of knowing there's nothing wrong with you the way you are. You're just wanting to express more of whatever this quality is within you. So I know I can be a patient person. I don't, I'm not blaming myself or saying there's anything wrong with me when I get annoyed, but I would really love to be more patient in my life, like be that, embody that in all these different areas. And so I'm coming from a that place. I'm not coming from a place of there's anything wrong with me and I need to change. And that's a important, but sometimes minuscule distinction. Yeah. And I would, um, I'm, you know, and I'm going to use this as an example. So I would even ask, like if I had a client that said that, like, I want to be impatient and they're like, well, okay. So obviously I want to be more, more patient. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would, I would ask like, who is that mean that you're being? And so for yeah. a lot of people that might actually be that they're more trusting Mm-hmm. Not that they're more patient because when you're trusting, you're automatic. There's no reason to be impatient. Yep. You're just easygoing, going with the flow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, I love that you said that because we we look for the things and then even we're like, well, then that, you know, just the positive means, okay, well, I'm more patient. But sometimes it's beyond that. Like, what are you if you're not impatient, you know? 
I would like to not be bitchy, Cassie. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you want to be, Jenny? I know, I know. We don't have time for a whole coaching session here. (laughs) I love it. But I love that we can give our listeners this example too. And so one of the things, um, I want to give a couple more um, and then see what you have to follow up with. But Mm -hmm. like instead of the fixing list, right? So one other better question or a more powerful question might be, what do I want to experience more of Mm. next year, right? And so that can that shifts that whole thing because you might want to experience more time with friends. You might want to experience, um, you know, just an easier time with your body, which shifts from a whole, that's a whole different thing. Like if, you know, kind of losing weight was on the fixing list, like having a better relationship with my body, like that changes the whole, what comes next after those things that changes what your brain comes up with for you to do next. Yes comes up with solutions. Um, and a lot of it, if someone is dealing with an injury or sickness, like I want to get better could be like, or I want to heal. I want to experience effortless movement. I want to experience vitality Mm -hmm. in this way in my life. Like I want to be able to, I want to go to the beach every day, experience more fresh air, whatever those things. It takes the, totally the focus off anything of you, what's wrong with you. Yes. Which is what you want it to be. If you do want to take this time and sort of do this evaluation and ask, and there's nothing wrong with using this time because whatever day you do it is perfect. Yes. So if it falls today when you're listening to this podcast, amazing. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast in the middle of February, because you joined us later and you do it that day, that's amazing. amazing. (laughs) Any day is New Year's. (laughs) So how do you want to wrap up our, how how to to summarize, like how to set the best goals? is to be conscious of what you really want, which I feel like we say all the time, but is to really just be conscious and use the energy that's already there. Um, if you if it is New Year's, if it's just any day of the week, awesome. There's great energy there too, but be conscious of what you really want and let this be an opportunity to ask, what do I want more of in my life? Mm, nice. How about you? I would just add that what you already kind of said is like, today's the day, today's the new day, mm-hmm. wherever you're at. So that today's the best time to intend for yourself and be conscious of, of who you're being, <laughs> mm-hmm. where you're yeah. going. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. We will see you guys next week and have a good one. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.